Patreon.com. How good were they when they got that um, <laughs> domain? They must have been like, yes! <laughs> I, I think it's a .com. Or maybe the website's just called men. I don't know if it's men.com. I don't know. I pirate it. <laughs> That's all in, guys. Oh, you're recording? Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Mad skis. Oh, no. No, Bye. that's okay. That's okay. I'm that's human. Okay it, that's okay because you're in your post-cringe. Yeah, I'm human. Yeah, I'm exactly. post-cringe. I'm doing up my water bottle. I'm post-cringe. Joe's post-post-cringe. Uh, we won't explain it. Hello and welcome to Pressing Issues. Hi, welcome to Pressing Issues. I just raised my hands up in the air. You really audio did. medium. Yeah, but it's good. Um, You heard it. You, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I In know. the cans that Cohen fixed, and now, now it sounds super excellent. So crisp. We're um, back in the studio. Yeah, we're back in the studio after our little tour out into the real world. And by the real world, I mean Rowan's house and then Cohen's house. The real world. And then and maybe even my house next week. I know I last episode I said definitely not, but all of your equipment's at my house. So I think maybe the next record might be at my house. All right, party on. Um, can I just say hello to all of our new... Listeners, we got a bump. Oh yeah, on the last episode. How good? How good? Stay humble. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That's so right, and I thank you because no I was, worries. I was, I saw your, you, you saw were shooting up there. <laughs> you were like, my, yeah, was, we got a bump. I'm puffing my chest out. He got a like, bump. He bumped. Bump. No, no bumps. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, but I thought this would be a good opportunity to reiterate what we reiterate do. what we do. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've done it for a while. No, and there's a couple. I think there's a there's a little bit of other um, housekeeping that I think we should probably do as well. But I think let's to just reiterate and to to kind of get back into back to page one, if you will. Um, we are a comic book podcast. Yes, we do mini series based on themes or ideas that we decide, and then we pick two runs, two issues, two sets of comics. Yep, uh, and then we press them together and we we discuss and dissect each one and according to a curriculum a curriculum yep the curriculum's a new one the curriculum's a i think the curriculum was like kind of an idea in the first mini series and now has become law in the second it is part of the pressing issues law it's part of the pressing issues soon law soon to be now. established on the pressing issues wikia Do you ever explore those wikis, like those like yeah. fandom wikis? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think do. they're fun. Yeah, uh, I was, you know, like, were you a mod? No, no, no. But like in high school, you know, I was every day on the Dragon Ball Z wiki. Were you? Yeah. Nice. Scrolling, just seeing, just seeing if there's any new information about a like 15 year old anime. Yeah. yeah. I I spent a lot of time on the X Men wiki. Oh yeah. Also, well, that's the Marvel wiki. Yeah. I, I was on there a lot. But just too. going like because you could just go down you're like i've never seen this name before yeah (laughs) click that so anyway that's what we do that's kind of our vibe um and and if you want to set up a wiki for us go right ahead i'm you can do that i nine episodes in i don't think we've i think we've established maybe two points of law yeah but you can you can set up that wiki with two pages oh but here's a third point Uh, of law email us at pressing issues pod at gmail do we have an email address yeah we do oh do we have anyone email uh, I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while. Imagine if you were just imagine if we were missing all these like opportunities because <laughs> no one checks the email. Should we check it right now? Yeah, check it on Mike. While well, I say the third point of law is that our producer Cohen De Groot. Oh, you've got my phone. Oh, because I was checking out your B reel. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Cohen. Um, third point of law is that Cohen De Groot doesn't have a mic. Never has a mic. I've been pestering him about this, and we want to get him on mic, but he 
He just up, shaking his head. Doesn't mm. want it. He's gonna. No. Can you get up on one of these mics so people know what you sound like? Just give us a give us a shout. People know what I sound like. Yeah, there it is. I can't wait for that to be incomprehensible on the on <laughs> in the mix. Um, All right, so I'm checking the mail at the moment. Yep. Hold, uh, hold, hold. We've got lots of uh, Twitter notifications. Hey, lots. What, I saw that. Um, what? Not like from people from Twitter being like, "You might like this." Oh, you might like some more followers, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> We've got like four, four or five followers, don't we? I think. Uh, on you recently, you recently kind of. I checked our Twitter again for the. For the like I bump the first, it every now and you then. You bump yeah. it every now and then. Bump. We're doing bumps now. Is that? Is yeah. that the word? We, okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, post cringe. I don't. I don't give a fuck. That's true. You are post cringe now. And what did you do today that was post cringe? Uh, I, I yelled at an old man in the park. Um, I had some. That just seems tea. aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. If that's, that definitely counts as post cringe. <laughs> I um. I drank some bubble tea. I had some uh, spice alley. Nice. Um, I cleaned up my works, Mister Yum. What's Mister Yum? That's where you order on a little disc, and uh, you, you take a photo of the. QR oh code. yeah. So you mean I went up to the counter today like a chump and ordered my coffee? Oh yeah, Joe came to visit me at work, and I was uh, in the back. Yeah, I went to visit both of you, and neither of you were there, and all, I, and I had to pay for my coffee. It was terrible. Damn, sorry, dog. Like, I'm glad I'm you know, supporting local business. Awesome. I'm really glad you guys have a job, but no, I was freaking glad why I went there. Shout out Sample Coffee. Sample Coffee. Um, sponsor me. They do sponsor you. They pay you to do a job. Pay me more. <laughs> Everyone at Sample listens to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now they're going to hate me. No, I just, no, I they just, love I yelled, you. They love I yelled you. about wanting free coffee. That's all good. Um, Only the chef listens. Roman. Um, who no. I, I, I called Roman the chef. Last time, and not my friend. I wanted to express that Roman is more than chef. Roman is my friend too. Do you know when you and I used to work together? Um, I used to say yes, chef, to you. Oh yeah, I hated you, it. you got so angry at me one day. Also, didn't like boss. Did I call you boss? I think so. Yeah. Was that when you became my boss? Maybe. I think that might have been when you became a supervisor, and I and I wanted to make fun of you about being my boss. So I called you boss. There you go. And you did not like. <laughs> you did not like it. Liking it at less all. Now, in fact. <laughs> More, the more you reiterate, I'm like, <laughs> you want to, you're wanting to it. burn this this podcast to the ground. Anyway, what's been going on? Um, not much. Have, I was we, have think... we done all our housekeeping? We can move on to. No, I was actually going to say I think we should probably talk about um, San Diego Comic Con as well. Oh yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. Yep, and we both just swallowed at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, some interesting stuff coming out of San Diego. Uh, uh, yeah. Joshua Williamson announcing that uh, Dark Crisis is now Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Hate that. Hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, some comics bullshit. That is some comics. I don't even want to explain it, really. I don't even know what there is to explain, except they were just like, we were secretive, but everyone was like, yeah, we we, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Like, yeah. Ev- what? On the flip side, Marvel was like, oh, Jonathan Hickman's doing another thing. Yeah. And and, and, they, and they were like, what is it? And they were like, it's like Sandman, but it's for Marvel. And everyone when like, he said when he said I was it's like Sandman for Marvel, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um but also like everyone thinks he's probably he, he like they're throwing him at the inhumans and I was like No, no dog. No, no way. No one's they're not throwing they're not throwing their like 
their king hitter out to the Inhumans. No, what are you talking about? The Inhumans is like the third story in an anthology title that's like the lowest selling in any given month. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That's oh. and it's like it's like a joke comic written by Chip Zdarsky. Is it really? Well, I don't know. I just made that up, but it could be. It could be. Yeah. Um. But the other thing they were thinking is, uh, people, and by they I mean you know, totally chill people online. Um. <laughs> all right, damn, Cohen, you you've thrown up the timer. Oh shit. We get it. It's been eight minutes, twenty three seconds, and we haven't talked about anything. We are talking about. We stuff. are talking about stuff. This is this is this, this is this is this is good stuff. This plot is, relevant. Well, I think this is like to the pressing issues plot. Yeah, but I don't like. This is also the kind of the. This is what you're listening for. Yeah, but also this is the kind of closest we're recording to a release. Like this will be. This isn't like coming out in like three weeks. You know, like mm. this is this is hot off the presses. This mm. is this yeah, is yeah. current. We're, we're catching up. This is current for an event that occurred two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else happened? Some uh, movies. Oh, didn't Marvel just go like, "Here's everything." Yeah. Um, Wakanda Forever looks pretty good. Wakanda, yeah, Wakanda Forever does look pretty good. They got um, hot Mexican Namor in there. They do, they do, but they're not calling it Atlantis. Oh, because they they just can't. Like Aquaman's coming out at like the same time, so they can't call it Atlantis. They just couldn't, so they're calling it something else. I think they're really. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, but um, what else was there? I saw the leaked Ant Man trailer. Um, sure, Quantumania. There was they just they announced everything. They just fucking like they were like, yeah, we're doing Secret Wars. Yeah, but do you know what's annoying is that I like that got leaked two days before. Like all the titles that they had oh, were okay. announced got leaked, and I saw them. They're, so they're doing Captain America: New World Order with um, sure, our buddy. Sam Wilson. Oh yeah. Um, they're doing Thunderbolts. Yeah. Um, which really just feels to me like some. That's some scraping. That's some bottom of the barrel shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like they've got that's got to be their twist movie, right? Because the original comic was like a twist comic. And I didn't read it. What was it? Well, what? like that. Uh, let let me delve into the archives here. <laughs> Your robot brain is going yeah. Like... Uh, that's that. That was a post uh, onslaught when all the heroes disappeared. So this new superhero team popped up, and like in the real world press for this comic, they were like, "Yeah, these are new superheroes. They're all new superheroes." Yeah. Um. And so the big twist when the issue one came out was like, "Oh, they're actually all established villains." Yeah. Well, I can't. They can't really do that twist because everyone already knows that they're Thunderbolts. Yeah, but there is... could be like another twist. That's yeah. what I was saying. Anyway. Anyway. Um, that just feels like for me, like it just, I don't really know. Care a little bit. I do care a little bit. (laughs) That's the problem. That's the problem. (laughs) And we, I think we got into this with the, with all our Thor talk. Yeah. Is that like. Our Thork? Our Thork. Ooh. That kind of sounds like, I don't know what that sounds like. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like I, I care enough to still be invested but I don't like mm. and it's kind of like against my better judgment and mm. almost against my will mm-hmm. um, that I still kind of get excited at the prospect of announcements and I'm just like damn it like I'm so in it god fucking damn it um, but yeah then there's Avengers Kang Dynasty cool um, and then Avengers Secret Wars sure I, I I just don't know how you I don't know what you do to top <laughs> 
like end like they sh- that was the end of the game. That was the end of the game, and like <laughs> they said it. It just it makes so much sense to to end everything there. I yeah. just don't know like everything post that has really felt boilerplate and kind of like Kevin Feige being like no 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 just 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 it. Down. We, we still got it we still got it yeah I, it's I, Kevin Feige showing up in the back of your party being like hey what's the story no fuck that panel that you sent me <laughs> we will post this on our socials but fuck that panel that scared the shit out of me <laughs> uh, Kevin Feige canonically exists in Earth Six One Six yeah I hated that yeah. um with and his, then with his heart. DC news. Oh, the in- Sandman exists. The Sandman exists. Apparently, it's pretty good. Yeah, haven't seen it yet. Do you know it's weird? Blind spot. Haven't actually read Sandman. It's very good. I know. It's very good. My friend Johnny told me that he would guest on our podcast when when we when we sure he because he he called me the other day because he was listening to our X Men episode and he was like, oh, I've got all those Grant Morrison um new x-men's in singles yeah they're good and i was like you have them in like, how the fuck did you get these like oh, i bought crazy. them off ebay when oh. i was a teenager jesus yeah That's... he then got cranky because he said that when i was talking we were talking about x-men and we were giving our kind of like lowdown on our histories with comic books and i said i didn't get into comics when i was 20 and i apparently ignored the fact that he had a comic book club in high school that i aggressively was not a part of because I was like, you're, you're a huge... You're a Chad. You're a huge... And you hate nerds. <laughs> yeah, I was a huge Chad. Yeah. Um, that checks out. So, yeah, that's, let's put... That's another one for pressing issues lore, is that I'm a huge yeah, Chad. Yeah, put that on the wiki. Um, here's but, my quick hot take about Sandman. It's only as good as it is because Neil Gaimanisms are pared down by his, like, ten collaborators. That's an incredibly Rowan take to have. You're like... Your your takes are always kind of like, um, like unions. Like you're always like you're like death to the auteur. Like this is a collaborative <laughs> medium, and we have to fucking acknowledge all of the cla- every single collaborator. It no, I love the- it, but it's just like you're like picketing out the front, and you're because like- everyone's like Neil Gaiman, Sandman, and I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's Neil. Uh, anyway, anyway, we'll get to that when we one day when we get to that. Um, so what are we talking about? This week, if you want to move right along. I just really want to quickly just talk about um, that everything's a mess at DC at the moment and that they can't, they completely cancelled Oh, they cancelled Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Which I think is total horseshit. Um, and it's... But also, it's once again bringing out... And for some reason, you seem to just have somehow circumnavigated this part of the internet. But it is bringing out the absolute worst in... Like, I think it's bringing... Like, all the Snyder bros are coming back out. They're that. like emerging from their troll caves. Yeah. Like dusting off the grease off their beards and like preparing their preparing, hashtag release. The... Yeah. Release the release the air cut. Ugh. 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 But anyway. Um that was, that I'm apparently just looking I'm looking to make enemies, apparently. Oh um, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's fuck them. Justice League, the Snyder Cut, uh sucks. Sucked. It was so bad. You're all you suck. You I'm suck. so glad you all waited <laughs> so long for that four hour piece of garbage. Yeah. Um I haven't seen it, but I just know it was instinctively so, it sucks. Oh so shit. Anyway, um But yeah, like cause everyone they found like leaks of the script that I, Christina I, Hodson had oh. written about for Batgirl, and they're like, this, no wonder it got fucking cancelled, this script sucks. And I'm like, Jesus. I hate you all so much. Um, I hate most things about this industry. Um, I hate nerds as a child. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> anyway. No, but it's true, though. We are the chads. Of we are the chads. Of podcasting. That's an unfortunate truth. Yeah. 
I think we might be. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I just started listening to Cere- Cerebro to shout out another... Oh, yeah, great. I love Cerebro. So Which did you listen to? I listen, I'm listening to the Kurt Wagner one. Oh, yeah. So I'm going, right, I'm going like right back. Nice, nice. Um, it's really good. Yeah. It's a really good one. That's a, check that out. If you like comics, it's a deep dive on X-Men characters. Yeah, that's another one. Who have you been listening to? Who, what ones have you... Like, let's shout out some other comic pods. Uh, I frequently listen to Bitches on Comics. That's my favorite comic book podcast at the moment. Nice. It uh, highlights a lot of um, good uh, queer lit, um, like minority lit. It's just good. And it's got good banter, good vibes. Check out hey, Bitches on Comics. Hey, we love banter and vibes. That's what we have. As Chad's... <laughs> As someone who is post-cringe, ah! I love banter you're, and vibes. You're on my headphone cord. Cohen. Cohen. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so go doubling all the way back to the beginning. We do miniseries. Yeah. And this is our second miniseries. Um, and it is called Comics Go Hollywood. And we have an unofficial mini-miniseries within this. Yeah. We've decided a miniature to... Miniature series. We've decided to delve into some... Spooky horror. Yeah, this is the Comic Sky Hollywood colon horror trilogy. Part one, Aliens. Aliens. You, I, I love a title that is like, that has two colons. Two colons. Yeah. And like two kind of definitive, like, it's this, part one, like, row A. <laughs> yeah. That's this. Yeah, that's, that's this. this. Row A, Aliens. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about Aliens. Um, yeah. Not as a concept, as... TM aliens, <laughs> <laughs> not they're out there, but like they might be the spooky xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're spooky, man. They fucking are. I tell you that. Uh, what are we? What are we talking about today? Uh, so we're talking about. Let me get the doc that I made it up. Cohen's so organized. He made a uh, not Cohen. Rowan. Cohen's not organized. Cohen's extremely organized. Cohen makes sure this thing exists. <laughs> you two are more organized than I am. I will ever be. Um, Joe's great. Thank you. Oh. Um, Chad, so Chad Love. We're talking about... The first comic is Alien Salvation, which is a one-shot published in 1993, written by Dave Gibbons, who we've talked about before, mm. uh, illustrated by Mike Mignola. Who we haven't talked about before. Who's just so good. Oh. Created, oh. created Hellboy. Created Hellboy, done a bunch of like other fun indie stuff. Have you ever seen a picture of a vampire Batman? It's probably drawn by him. Yep. Uh, inked by Kevin Nowlin, who appears, again, uh, coloured by Matt Hollingsworth and lettered by Cohen Robbins. Cohen? 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 Cohen, did you letter this under a pseudonym? But only half? Yeah. Yep. Cool. And then the second one we're talking about is uh, a- a Superman versus Aliens. I don't know if it's actually called that. I think it's, it's... got. To, it's been retitled to that. Originally, it was called Superman slash, slash aliens. aliens. Yeah. And then it got retitled to Superman versus Aliens because I guess that draws in more money. Well, because it's also a little bit more true. True. <laughs> yeah. Numbers one to three. This is the first series published in 1995. Written and illustrated by Dan Jurgens, who did who killed Superman. Yes. We haven't talked about Dan yet, have we? Yeah, he's great. We have, no, we haven't talked like we haven't spoken about him yet, have we? Not really. No, I was trying to look through, I was like, I don't think we have. No. He's like uh he's a real workman writer and artist. I yes. Yeah. Um Inked- he did kill Superman. He, he killed Superman, yeah. Uh, it was cool, though. He came back. He did come back yeah. with a mullet. He's dead. As we he, will he's see. He's also dead right now in um, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth. Um, he's dead. That's so sick. 
Didn't you hear the Justice League is dead? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read them all and then like <laughs> yell at you on the pod about it. Actually, there's something else I've got to yell at you about later. As a child, I don't read current comics. I only read comics from the 80s and the 90s. Uh, uh, so this is, yeah, written and illustrated by Dan Jerkins. And then inish, uh, sorry, inked or finished by Kevin Nowlin, who also did the mm. Aliens vs. Salvation. It has a real vibe to him. Mm. Uh, coloured by Gregory Wright and lettered by Bill Oakley. So... I feel like we've seen Bill Oakley before. Um... Yeah, two, in my opinion, pretty good fun comics. comics yeah. yeah, I think we've been pretty good about like we we've really only had one comic that you and I like that we've covered on the show that you and I like hated. Yeah, um, and then we've had like two or three that we've been like, yeah, it's pretty good, but for the most part, you and I are like, hey, this is a fun comic. Comics are fun. Comics should, are fun. We should we should read some more we comics. Get involved in comics. Um, but should we do some? Little backstory about Aliens? Yeah, sure. So Aliens is a film franchise. First one came out in 1979? Yeah. Yep. Um, well, let me double check that, actually. I think so. Yeah. Um, a Ridley Scott joint, originally. Ridley Scott, written by... Um, oh, God, I had this here, but it's all gone now. Um, Dan, Ob- Dan O'Bannon and Roland Schusset. Yeah, and the original design is by H.R. Geiger. Who um, I was discovered is O'Bannon had worked on on June the not oh the Yodorovsky's yeah Yodorovsky's that's June. sick and when that fell apart and aliens got greenlit um, O'Bannon was like you should check out this fucking Geiger guy like yeah he's you a should freak <laughs> see some of the so I'll show you Cohen just so you know the original image that it was based off I've seen before it's it's called Necronom Four yeah it was nineteen seventy six surrealist print. Um, and it is incredibly upsetting. Um, if you listen to Tool, yeah. Well, that's it. Like, we're like we will get into <laughs> it more. Go and get it. <laughs> it's HR Geiger is a Tool artist. He, I mean, not in the best, even the best way. <laughs> we're off the rail. <laughs> you can't. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Alien. Alien. So then it was followed up by... Aliens. Aliens. Um, that's the franchise. James, Cam- James Cameron's um, sequel. Mm. Then Alien 3, which was... A good was, movie. Um, Pat, Pat will debate about it, but it is a good movie. Uh, oh, God. Why does my... Oh, fucking hell, I've completely blanked. Oh, that's a David Fincher. David Fincher's first movie. Yeah. That he disowns because the studio took it away from him. Um, but Fair in my enough. opinion, is a, an interesting movie. And then there was the Aliens Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Um, Jossie Joss Whedon scripted, uh, Janae directed, which is an oddity. Mm. Uh, very fun. Still interesting to watch. Interesting. A little all over the shop, but still like, a f- and also like kind of incredibly emblematic of, of um, Whedon's. Oh, yeah. Whedonisms and like, but also like the alien movies That's were the perfect. Most positive thing to call them. Yeah, the alien movies were pretty much perfect for him because he was like, "Oh, I'm in this way. I'm going to get lauded for killing off characters." Um, yeah, where he and always, he's like, "Girl protagonist." Yeah, count me in. Yeah. I am a monster. Um, <laughs> he's like, "I'm liking this alien dude. I like, I like what he's about." Very phallic. Yeah, 
<laughs> and then followed up years and years later with two prequels, um, yeah. Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Both good both, movies. Both directed by Ridley Scott again yeah. and deserving of a third. That's never going to happen because um, now the rights are in Disney's hands and they're going to do some a sort TV of series. TV series that will be fine. fine. It's directed by Noah... Noah Hawley. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not, not down. I don't really know Noah Hawley. I, I, I watched... Um, Fargo? Fa- no, I never watched Fargo. Legion? I watched a bit of Legion. Both good. Yeah, I didn't watch Far. I didn't watch Fargo because the Fargo movie is so special to me that I'm like, that's I fair. like that's such a little perfect object that I'm not gonna really fuck with it. Yeah, fair um, enough. But yeah, so there's Alien, and like the main central thing in all these movies is the Xenomorph. Yeah, H.R. Geiger's designed big, dark monster, glossy, um, glossy thing. Which I also just realized the other today. Um, the X Men basically stole. Oh yeah, for wholeheartedly the, for the brood, right? Like yeah, yeah, even yeah. to the point where they they lay an egg in a host. Chris Claremont, a uh, public dickhead. <laughs> yeah, most recent <laughs> crazy old man yells at clouds. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm, I might I might put these on the Instagram, but Chris Claremont, the X Men guy, we've talked about him. The X Men guy. <laughs> the X Men guy. I uh, recently had a panel where he just. Flew off the leash and just like what was the man. panel of, like? What was the panel for? I don't know. about him. I guess because this is two weeks after. Like it wasn't for Comic Con. No, I don't was know. Was it just him being like, I need a panel? Yeah, I then, have some things to say. And he's like, any X Men that's not written by me, I hate. Yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, he was like, he's like, Kitty Pride could go blackface. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Problem- and he made problematic some- fave. Oh. I yeah, like as a writer, he's very good, but he's, he's very... just a rubbish, rubbish person. Anyway, well, it's just that he's, <laughs> I, when you sent me this, I sent you a message back just saying like, "Oh wow, this is my like biggest nightmare as an artist is to, yeah. is to like become aware of my own relevance d- like dwindling, yeah, and like fight really hard to, to get stay it back. Relevant, um, yeah. it scares the living bejesus out of me. Yeah, but basically, um, he saw aliens and he was like. That's pretty cool. I'm gonna make that a X Men thing. Yeah, because the brood <laughs> yeah. look like the alien queen with yeah. the like they've got the big, um, kind of Conical triangular. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Um, but the xenomorph is the kind of main, the main antagonist. They they've been depicted a few different ways. The like horror the, icon. The horror icon. You've got the like closed off the no eyes helmet kind of thing. The incredibly phallic. Head going all the way back. And you got the inner mouth. You got the inner mouth, which is always, always scary. Yeah. And you've got the face huggers, which are truly uh, arguably a little the bit scarier. S- arguably the scariest thing about them. Yeah. Because um, what scares the shit out of me about the face huggers is that they serve, they have a singular purpose, then die. They impregnate you. So they don't have any kind of like, and not like the the, the xenomorph has it dry. Like the dr- only drive with the xenomorph is that it wants to kill, but like. The face hug is just like, I, it has one thing to do. Yeah. And then when it does it, it's done. Yeah. And I'm like, that scares me. And it looks like a hand, but also looks like a crab and also looks like a spider mm-hmm. and like wraps its thing around your neck and then like- And it goes right down your throat. It goes right down your throat yeah. and it's like, it's just, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> gives me the li- it gives me the heaps. Don't like it. And then you got the chest burster. Um, Don't like, oh, I kind of like that guy. He's pretty cute. Do you know the, the, the famous trivia about um, Ridley Scott's- Oh yeah, that it, like they didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he didn't tell he didn't tell them that the 
the alien was going to burst out of the chest, so the all, little, the, all the reactions the little, are real. Yeah, the little baby alien. Um, where he goes, he goes, ah! and, then he, <laughs> and then he scurries off. Yeah. And then they get real big real fast. Mm-hmm. Acid blood. Yeah. Um, famously. Real tough shell. Tough shell. And uh, just- Hive mind. Hive mind. Yep. Um, we, we'll learn that in the second movie. And we'll kind of be- um, they'll take on the host properties because in like in Alien Three, the main alien um, comes out of a dog, mm. and so is quite. It's a dog alien. It's like a dog alien. <laughs> yeah, and it's got some really old, really like kind of brand new CGI. Oop, that was sorry. That was a that was a bump. Sorry, Carly. Um, and it like runs like a dog. Yeah, and it's it's quite <laughs> scary. Um, yeah, and then in amongst all that, there's Ellen Ripley, yeah. played by Sigourney Weaver. God bless. Who Honest to God, by the end of Alien Three, you're just when when she's spoiler alert for Alien Three, a movie that came out so many years ago, when she sacrifices herself because she's been impregnated with an a- with a alien queen, uh-huh. you're like, honestly, yeah, honestly, work. Honestly, I'd do the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. she's twice gone into cryo sleep only to no, like thrice gone into qu- yeah. cryo sleep only to wake up and be like, oh, it's still a nightmare. Oh, people don't care. Um, and then. In Alien Resurrections, she's literally cloned, uh-huh. and so she has the weird little alien clone thing. She's got the weird little. She's like she's like a hybrid clone between her and the alien. Didn't love that. Oh, it's so it's so weird. It is weird. Um, and then the kind of next, I'm just kind of running through all the elements that make a good that make up the kind of history and the, like the lore of it is. Oh, there's two more than there's androids. Yeah, with milk blood. Milk blood. Yes, gotta have milk blood. Um, and there's the company, sometimes sometimes referred to as Whalen Utani. Whalen, yeah, yeah. Um, but often just referred to as the company. The company, yeah. Um, um, I think this is a good opportunity to kind of get straight into salvation. Yeah, that's the first chronologically. That's 1993, baby. Is it that old? Yeah, it reads like a very modern comic. Yeah, do you know why? Because Mike Mignola's really good. Yeah, because these guys are fucking good at making comics. <laughs> you reckon Dan Gibbons might be a pretty good writer? Yeah, I reckon uh, Dan Gibbons, who collaborated on uh, Watchmen, might be pretty good. <laughs> I've said this before. It's like, he's pretty good it's at pretty making good. comics. <laughs> Watchmen's a pretty good comic. Watchmen's a pretty good comic. Oh, you mean Alan Moore's Watchmen? No, I was talking about <laughs> Zack Snyder's movie, actually. Oh, no! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I was talking about Damon Lindelof's Watchmen. Yes. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Fuck. Got it. Oh, real good. But I just um, like that there is three Watchmen's. No, I was talking about Jeff Johns' Doomsday Clock. <sighs> that was... A, fuck, that was a slog. Sidebar, anyway. Sidebar. <laughs> Alien um, Salvation. Yeah, so... It's what, a one-shot. It's a one-shot, and it's also... Perfect. Perfect. It's a perfect comic. It's a perfect comic. It's also a perfect... <laughs> alien story yeah <laughs> because what like it, it has got, every element that i just listed except ellen ripley but it's got an uh, ellen ripley uh, uh, yeah yeah they literally like they play off that trope they play off that trope and then they they and, and they combine and, it with they, another yeah, one yeah. anyway we're, we're getting way too excited um let's run down the plot of this one so uh i'm gonna hold up this physical yeah. artifact that you can't see because this is an audio medium so everyone can look you at got the a camera. hard you got a hard cover <laughs> hang on hang on I'll open it up. So when I I, I I got this for us digitally and I started reading it and then I was like, uh, 
I, I feel this, this, I recognize this. And then I was like, hang on, so this is how book sounds. We just hemorrhage listeners. I hope you know, like, we just... <laughs> That's okay. We Stay humble. Lo- <laughs> Stay humble. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we I don't was like, need them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I think I do have this. And I pulled it off the shelf and I opened it. And it literally, like, it, it cracked as I opened it. I was like, oh, my goodness. This is and it let, it, it let out a guttural alien-like screech. <laughs> yeah. And then so- a little tiny baby alien crawled out of it. Yeah, and went... <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, you you've got the you've got the physical copy here. It yeah. looks very good. It's got an, it's got a really yep hard cover. Jesus, <laughs> that wasn't a door. That was the book. It's got a really <laughs> excellent um, it's got really excellent cover art. Like I really love that. Mike Mignola. Mike so Mignola. Nice like, religious imagery. Nice religious imagery, but also like no one quite does despair. Like my like despair in a face, mm. quite like Mike Mignola, like a face that has like maybe five lines on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like that face has been through Some a lot, shit. Yeah. and it has. And also that's like, uh, that's that's our guy uh, Selkirk. Yeah, Selkirk. So so basically, the comic it's pretty light on plot. Yeah, um, and heavy on vibes. Um, <laughs> this is a vibe comic. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> Selkirk and. Captain Fossey of the um, uh, can you check the ship name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me open the hardcover. God damn it! Sorry, everyone. The Nova, the Nova Maru. Yeah. Um, which is a freighter ship, which is another so another element that I think makes this that like Gibbons knew exactly what kind of world aliens lives in mm. is that ever the everyone who's in an alien story they're not um like space adventurers no they are blue collar workers and they're not 100 percent right in the head they're never 100 percent right in the head but they're also just like they're there to do a job and that job is to get one thing across space to another thing they're always in space freighters they're always just like they're like long-haul truckers yeah that always get like that's in the first alien movie that's what ellen ripley and the crew are they're like yeah just they're just like oh we're just a crew of Space freighters, like we're just trying to get things. Yeah, you see them like sitting down, having their lunch, having their lunch, chest burster. Yeah. Um, in this one, you got like a page with the whole crew before Foss is like, "I'm yeah. gonna kill you all." Yeah. So basically, it, it it launches straight in. Like I, I when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh, we'll st- we'll stay with the crew for a while," because uh-huh. like the crew also are introduced and kind of like you get a bit of a sense of them and their dynamic. You get enough. And you get enough and so it got me enough that I was just like, oh, they're gonna continue No, 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 they're all dead. Yeah. Um Here's the captain. Captain Fossey comes in with a big gun, gun, shoots everyone, takes Selkirk the cook. He's like, I need a pilot. I need a pilot. I don't know why he takes it's never explained like why he takes him. Well it doesn't like there doesn't just, need to be a reason. Yeah, it's just, just takes, the right place, right time. Yeah, okay. Which is kinda ties into the central themes of the comic. Yeah. And then they they crash land on a planet um which is the, one of the me- most inhospitable planets like everything's trying to kill them yeah. fossey's gone crazy uh selkirk is a religious man a deeply religious man yeah who thinks he's being tested by god yeah uh selkirk has to kill fossey and then he kind of goes crazy kind of goes a bit crazy himself mm-hmm. he discovers that an alien was their cargo on the ship and mm-hmm. that their sh- the Nova Maru has crash landed onto the planet, mm-hmm. and that the alien has been released. Mm-hmm. He discovers Dean, Dean who is the um, first mate of mm-hmm. the ship, 
and then the two of them join forces, mm-hmm. um, try to get to back to the Nova Maru to get a uh, a, a shuttle. Yep, that's going to take them away. Uh, Dean is gets revealed attacked to and be... is revealed to be an android. Yeah, and Selkirk has a little little bit of a crisis. He has about a bit that. of a crisis about that, and then because he was getting horny for her, he was getting horny for for Dean. Yeah, and then uh, he discovers Dean. Dean reveals that the whole point of the Nova Maru was to get an alien back to Earth because the company and one of the running themes of the Alien franchise is that the company want an alien. Yeah. So the the xenomorphs are bioweapons yeah that have been created by the engineers yeah this is all this is all discussed in prometheus and alien covenant they are <laughs> they like so they're created by engineers this part you really I mean, don't need to know you do um <laughs> it's very important they were created by engineers who created our life on our earth um i remember that but then they were then mutated by my friend Daniel Lemon will 100% message me after this and be like mm, you were wrong. He's he's <laughs> like our fact checker. Cool. He he like keeps me keeps me honest. Um thank you Daniel, I love you. Uh Thanks Daniel. It I don't know. You. The the bioweapon is then mutated by an android a a, a, a malevolent android named David. Um Oh, you're talking about Michael Fassbender? I'm talking about Michael Fassbender in a great performance. <laughs> um and then is re- like that's kind of all leads up to the event of Alien. Anyway, Xenomorphs of bioweapon. <laughs> yeah. So but the company always it, the company always want yeah, an in, alien. In this case, isn't it they're dropping the alien because it was I thought it was the military wanted to exterminate the aliens. Yeah, but the company want to reserve. Yeah, but they want to reserve them by putting them on this planet. Yeah. Having them feed on its native native species. Yeah. And then So it has like a little alien so they, planet that so they, they can got an alien pick planet off they every can now pick and off. Then. Yeah. But like but the 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 whole thing constantly with this is that like that's the hubris of it is that yeah. they think that they can control this un- uncontrollable killing like machine. a primal force yeah yeah um which then we'll get into it but is is kind of like an interest like I can see kind of where Dan Jogas is coming out with f- from the Superman lens yeah. of it yeah um uh once Selkirk uh discovers that this yeah. was all done for a profit yeah he's like he, I know who the real Satan he, is and yeah. it's not that alien and he shoots Dean. He blows the planet, he blows the whole ship up and it blows a large yeah. section of, of the planet up and he kills a bunch of the aliens. Yeah. Um, and then the the comic ends with a, a missionary, a missionary ship, ship yeah. uh, saying, you know, we're spreading the, the, the word of God. Um, that's yeah. it. That's the whole plot. That's the, and then within it, it's just, it's just vibes. It's just vibes. I mean, Aliens as a franchise is kind of just vibes. Yeah, it's vibes and ideas. Like yeah. it's because like the first one is about is like a horror movie. It's about this. It's it's about the the horrors of capitalism in a way. Yeah. And then the second one is kind of a um, I think it's like a bit of a Vietnam Vietnam War. Yeah. Um, riff. Absolutely. Third one is about um, it's the end of Ripley's arc. It, it but it's supposed to be about religion. Yeah. It's supposed to be about kind of like faith. Yeah. Um and then the, that's and the fourth one has no real <laughs> that's, but that, that's, that's why vibes. <laughs> that's why it's such an oddity is because yeah. it doesn't have a, a kind of central kind of theme. Yeah. Um but I think what's interesting in this is that um Dave Gibbons and I'm sure Mike Mignola had some part in plotting this as well. Um kind of recognizes all these themes, the things that are like tropey and kind of central to aliens. 
and twists them in a way that it's like, what if this happened in a different way? Like, the first two Alien movies that had come out by the point, I don't know if Aliens 3 had come out by that point, by 1993? I think it was a year away. Okay. But he's seen, you know, he's seen Alien and Aliens, and most of the action in that occurs in these claustrophobic tight spaces. Mm. And he's like, okay, we'll start this off with the ship. But then the ship crashes and blows up, and the alien, like, the the frightening part of the aliens is then expanded into an open, like, area. Yeah, we've never seen... Which, the, the, the scary part of that is, like, not that they could be right behind you, but... But that they could be everywhere. They could be everywhere, yeah. yeah. We've never seen, kind of, like, an open, you know, like, a free <laughs> a free range alien. An open world alien. An open world <laughs> alien. Because even in, like, alien aliens... um. Like, they go to the mining colony. Yeah, but they're all already, underground. It's already been decimated. Yeah. Like, it's already been destroyed. And, um, yeah, it's it's such a good comic. Yeah, there's just, so much in this. It's so much in it. It just, it's got a classic alien crew for the brief moments that we see. And, like, they're all, like, kind of hard smoking workers. Like, they're not mm. adventurers. They're not here for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of delves into, briefly, like, this this kind of, like, idea of, like, the, the feebleness of the human form against this kind of unbelievably well-constructed killing machine. Mm. But even just outside of all, like, the alien signifiers, I guess, there's so much in here that operates on a, like, good hybrid visual and narrative level. level. Uh, for instance, mm. uh, Mike Mignola, master of his craft, draws Selkirk... Uh, well, first, like, draws Foss, is it? The captain? Is it F-O-S-S-E? Oh, I love Foss, it. F-O-S-S. Yeah, okay. It is Foss. I love the Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nobody's listening. <laughs> uh, as, soon, as soon as he, like, flies off the handle in the ship and he's shooting everyone, uh, Mike Mignola draws him with, like, individual teeth, like, mm. pointy teeth. And that's kind of like a signifier of like, okay, this guy is a bit off the handles. Yeah. And um, to up to the point like when it's Foss and Selkirk, Selkirk has no distinguishable teeth. It's just this is the stuff you notice that I. <laughs> it's crazy. But then when Selkirk goes and kills Foss in the moment where he kind of embraces his madness, yes, Mike teeth. Mignola defines <laughs> his teeth and he looks more savage. And I get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous. My God, you can even see it like. The transition. The transition. It's it's the second panel you can see his teeth and their block. And yeah. And the fourth panel he's got individual teeth. Yeah. That's fucking insane. And then, oh, because he has to eat him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's such like a good visual technique. And then like Matt Hollingsworth on colours is also kind of killing it in this as well. It's so good because it's, it's, you know, this is not a franchise that is known for colour. Yeah. So like having to kind of depict... A, a, li- a living planet, but keep it within the realm. Like he's a monochromatic ke- realm. Yeah, he's of. kept it in this monochromatic, very muted, like, borderline dull um, colours. But what it works really well with is that the kind of... Uh, the block colours of the alien... Like, the, the, the stark monochromatic colours of the alien... Yeah. ...is, like, they pop. They yeah. weirdly... They, they pop as shadows. Yeah, exactly. And that's also why Mike Mignola's art is so perfect for this, because Mike Mignola's, like, silhouettes and shadows are, like, 70% of any given panel. Yeah. And it's also why, like, 
the xenomorph is such a good so its design is this kind of um like you said like monochromatic biomechanic exoskeletal thing mm. it's it lends itself to hyper realist and surrealist yeah like you can so like mike mignola takes this kind of like surrealist strange you know like contorted um yeah, there's not a lot of focus on like individual aspects of the alien, like no. in the HR Geiger design. But then, the, but then what Dan, um, what what Jurgens does is takes a slightly more, like more hyperrealist, more individual lines, yeah. really focusing on that kind of like biomechanical. It's almost a machine thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. But then the, I think the interesting thing is these are both inked and finished by the same guy, mm. Kevin Allen, and you can get that in that kind of richness of the inks. Like, Mike Mignola already has quite, like, blocky, rich inks, and I don't think that Kevin Nellon would have had a huge amount to change with that. But I can assume, like, Dan Jurgens is a pretty 90s workman artist. Yeah. I can see Kevin Nellon getting those pages and then just taking out, like, a flat paintbrush <laughs> and just going, like, mm. like done. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Well, that's also the difference between, like, one-shots and something that is going to take, something that's going to be in a release schedule. Like, yeah, you've got, like, there's not the same kind of deadline Yeah, on this, on this kind of one shot. Um, God, I'm just, I'm just looking through it again. It's so fucking good. So good. There's like colonialism themes. Yeah. With the, the native planet, uh, the native inhabitants of this planet being just like kind of sidebarred for the, for humanity, basically. For humanity to breed aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, There's so much going on here. It's kind of insane. And it's like 50 pages max. Yeah, it, it moves like a breeze. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just... I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm just looking at it. You're he, vibing. I'm That's super vibing. Because what I'm also just catching, like, every three or four pages, Mike Mignola will just paint an eye. Yeah. Of, a, a prominent eye. And I think what, like, it's so obvious I'll, that... I'll have this up to Colin so I can see as well. Um... There's so much handling noise. But, yeah, but the, nice. the, the prominent eye is always constant because the alien famous just has no eyes. So, like, yeah. the uh, the idea of kind of, like, painting, yeah. the, painting these... That's like a these humanity hu- symbol. The, yeah, it's humanity. It's the symbol of humanity because it's also a good opportunity for, like... um, what is, What's his name? Skell... Skell um, Selkirk. Selkirk. Selkirk feels, like, is forced to commit acts of like atrocious acts but feels guilt and shame and pain yeah because he's a holy man because he's a holy man but in comparison to again this ultimate killing machine that has no feeling but a drive to kill yeah um and he kind of recognizes like at first he does the whole thing where he's like oh it's an alien it's killing like it's it's satan Mm. And he kind of comes full circle when he and then he then he yeah when he hears that the real satan was man (laughs) I'm going to see if I can find that line. I want to read it. Uh, The aliens were just like Dean. Inhuman, soulless puppets. Satan was not in the Maru. The real Eva. Evil. Fucking hell. The real evil was much larger, more powerful. And he's talking about the company. And he says, it's had in safety, far away, counting its money and pulling the strings of of its puppets. Which is great dialogue. Life was just something it bought and sold. I love it. It didn't care about anyone it never had. It was the true Satan. Men called um, it the company. The company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's dripping. It's fucking <laughs> dripping in it. Um, there's so much to say about this, but um, 
It's a good comic. It, it, it kind of like, I don't feel smart enough to kind of like really, because I think this is kind of one of the, the, the least, like, this feels like the most academic one we've, comic we've covered. Yeah. It's the most like operating on like high levels on every like component of its craft. Yeah. And like that, the color's good. The lettering's great. There's it, so many good like sound effects. And it has, oh, I love the machine gun sound effect. Yeah. But also it has something to say. This is not. This isn't just for the sake of aliens and merchandising. No. Because that's what, yeah. And so that's th- kind of what the second comic is. To an extent, but also. So, some backstory is that my original pitch was that we do um, Green Lantern versus Alien, which I think is an even more kind of soulless... Probably gratuitous. Gratuitous kind of cash grab. Do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's go. So, now we're talking about Superman slash Aliens, or Superman versus Aliens. Superman versus, so much better. It is better. Um, What were they thinking? This feels like... This is like them working backwards. They were like, okay, we've got Superman and the aliens. How is it going to be feasible for Superman to find an alien a threat? Yeah. And how is he going to... But how is he also going to approach a threat that he can't reason with Yeah. or beat into submission? But he still doesn't want to kill. But he still doesn't want to kill. Which, I, that is an interesting part of it. As well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this this feels like a, a more of a character study than it, yeah. does, than it does feel like a soulless cash grab. Yeah. So, do you want to plot outline this real quick? Yep. Um, this is a classic Joe plot outline ready to happen here. Yep. So, a, a distress beacon this crash, is, this, crash is the, this is the mullet era of Superman. This is the mullet. And it's the mullet era of Joe. Amen, mullet. brother. Amen, brother. Um, no, that was a full one. A distress, a distress kind of craft crash lands on Earth that Superman investigates before LexCorp does, and it has Kryptonian markings. Mm-hmm. He follows the, he gets in a spaceship, which I found I found odd that he got in a spaceship. Just like I don't. But this is like post Crisis Superman, where he's they're like, no, nah, he can't fly, he can't fly through space. Yeah, this is that era where they're like, Superman's not that strong, guys, which is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Make like why. Why are you scared of super? Like, why are you scared of making Superman Superman? Anyway, it works um, for this story. Yeah, no, it does. But he gets in a spaceship and he goes to um a city, a seemingly Kryptonian city that has been trapped, that has been contained in called a, the Argo, called Argo, that has been trapped in a force field, not in a like a dome, and separated dome. from its from its planet, and is drifting through space. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile. Lois Lane, who fucking rips in this comic. Oh, yeah, she rocks. <laughs> um, and I think it's funny, like, really quickly, it's just funny, like, Dan Jurgens knows that, the, that Superman is only as good as those who are around him. Yeah, and especially as good as Lois Lane. And I think when you write a good Superman comic, you write a good Lois Lane comic. Yeah. You um, ha- the thing that you have to understand, which Dan Jurgens understands, is that Lois Lane is a superhero, too. Yeah. I like how she's always like, I'm going to get another Pulitzer. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ, you God. <laughs> You're a crazy woman. I love it. I love it. Um, and she's got a funky 90s haircut in this one. Yeah, it's like all cool. asymmetrical and like vaguely Karen-esque, but not too much. Um, it's still stylish. It's still incredibly stylish. It's she's pre-Karen Karen, yeah. so she's on it. Like She's rocking pre-Karen Karen? Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's like pre-cringe. It's pre- Yeah, okay. 
Okay. I just need to, I just need to know where we're at on the As cringe. someone who is post cringe, yeah, I can yeah, acknowledge that that yeah. is pre cringe. Great. Great. Cohen Cohen liked that. Yeah. Cohen's like, shut up, you nerds. <laughs> um So yeah, Superman sends back the survivors from Argo. And unfortunately uh, 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 don't do that. You never send back the survivors of an alien movie. Yeah, one always, of them's got an alien in it. All three of them have an alien in them. Oh yeah, okay. Um so he he finds some survivors, sends them back, and then he finds another survivor. Uh, a spunky Ellen Ripley-esque <laughs> blonde hair, another blonde head With a deliberate misnomer. With a deliberate misnomer. Kara. Kara. Uh, and we uh, we assume it's supposed to be Kara Zor-El. Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. Um, later to be reckoned that she's- You, you know Kara. You, you know Kara Zor-El. We all know her. <laughs> we don't need to explain that. That's on the wiki. <laughs> but it's like like- Jumping forward in the plot, it's later discovered that um, this is not Kryptonian City. This was some other random planet, and yeah. she is just a random person, and that Kryptonians were genetically linked to their planet. Yeah, that was Which, weird. again, we all know! <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Actually, didn't. Yeah, no, neither did I. Uh, that was entirely <laughs> new information to me. I was like, yeah. What? And then apparently... That um, seems wrong. And apparently, like, Jor-El <laughs> discovered a, a cure to send to yeah, them back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I was like, what? Anyway, so she was just a random Kara who yeah. just ruled, who was a 16-year-old alien-killing machine. Yeah. Anyway, so... That, she is losing... uncomfortably a 16-year-old in some moments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Superman is losing his powers and he's fighting these aliens, but he won't kill them because he's... A, He's little, losing his powers because there's no sun. Um, and then... He's a little bitch. Yeah. He's a little bitch in this. And it's a whole... like He does... There's a lot of plot mechanics to make it so that he has to get in a in another ship and car has to get another, and he's fighting about... Meanwhile, back on LexCorp, <clears throat> the satellite, because you can't... The, like He's smart because you can't land an alien on Earth because then it's literally... Like, it's game over. Like, yeah, there's yeah. No, there's no winning. There's a satellite. So they're on a satellite and... Thank God. Oh, thank God for that satellite. And then Lois Lane really holds her own against <laughs> an alien. Yeah, and then there's this, like, uh, the person who's, like, the representative of LexCorp who's just kind of the worst. Yeah. That's like- the, the company stand-in who's like, hmm, we could use this alien, though. Totally. It's And again, it's, it's, it's everyone understanding, like, no, no, there are pillars that you have to hit if you're doing an alien story. Yeah, yeah, and when that's you're doing the beat. It, when you're doing it in this kind of thing, it's got to be that, like... LexCorp is the company. We can't say when you're telling because this is a whole other fucking thing. Yeah. And then... Because this is in the DC universe. This is in the DC universe. Where, so then, where Superman died and came back to life with a mullet. He did, along with like four other Supermen. Yeah. Um, including Superboy, who had a cool leather jacket. He did. Uh, he has that now. They've like gone backwards again, and now Superboy has the leather jacket again. Yeah, but now Superman is Jonathan Kent, Superboy's... Connor Kent still. But yeah. it's a different Connor Kent to the original. Yeah, I just the... I just thought I should explain for the readers that there's, there's so many Superman. Yeah. There's John Kent. But it's John Kent got Bi- aged bisexual up. icon Jonathan Kent. Yep. But he got <laughs> aged up. Um Yeah, you feeling represented? Oh <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, I don't know. Tom Tom Taylor noted white straight dude did that one and I was like, okay. Yeah, but that's also like <laughs> That's the that's that's the entire anyway. Marvel DC is like is the Brian Michael Bendis's and the Tom Taylors being like yeah, but this person's gay, and, yeah. then, and then like the internet being like what the fuck, <laughs> Joe's corner of the internet. 
<laughs> yeah, it's the corner that I seem to be stuck in. <laughs> where I also I, don't want to where I don't want to engage, but yeah. all I can do is sit there and and, and watch you're, in horror. <laughs> like, you're down there wallowing in the pits of of the the bad internet and I'm up here like floating post around cringe. in post post cringe internet. Just yeah, like living like, your best life. I'm like, yeah, bisexual Superman's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, and I'm like battling trolls. Yeah. Like. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we, um, we went Superman on a deep gets, one. There. Superman gets impregnated by a queen. Oh yeah. Um, and then words that I never thought I would say. Yep. And then or that you said. And then he flies back to Earth and is powered again by the sun, and then regurgitates the alien. Yeah, he spews it back up because he's and like, he, "I'm Superman. And I'm going to digest this." And he says in a in a monologue, he says, "Oh, it was both gross and weird." <laughs> and I was like, "That's I think maybe the understatement of the fucking year, Cal." <laughs> And he's like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> yeah, a little space vom, yeah. little space alien vom, um, and that's the plot. It's, again, it's 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 it is it is a it complicated is a, it, in bits. No, but it's not complicated. It's it's full of plot mechanics. Yeah, it is, sure, sure. It is sure. a fairly wrote. Um, it is an alien, alien story. Plot. Yeah, yeah. In it, the same way that Salvation is, but there's way less mechanics. It, well, like there's there's less depth. Yeah. This this is purely kind of and I don't think I was expecting to go this I'm not gonna go this hard at it, but like the whole uh like thematic argument or the whole kind of like moral argument is like Superman says like he killed some people recently. Yeah. Which also I was like Did he? Did he? What? Apparently. There's some arguments about whether or not this comic is in continuity or out of continuity. Oh. Um sure. But you're, po- you're post-cringe, so you don't care. I'm like, um, sure, he's got a mullet. He's got a mullet. It's in continuity. It's written by the man who wrote... He killed Superman. Who just killed Superman. And, yeah. like, wrote him for ten years. I think he's allowed to decide. Yeah. Um, but the whole moral argument that he has is, like, I will not kill this creature. And then Kara's like, and then like, that's so dumb. <laughs> that's an alien. That's a fucking... Have you seen, like, Ridley Scott's alien? Do you yeah. know what this thing is going to fucking do to you? Yeah, they're like, it's 1995. Have you not seen, seen Alien bo- 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, yeah. Like, you've seen them all. You know what this thing's going to fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> and your Superman, murder it. Yeah. Like, kill it. Yeah. Um, But that argument kind of only... I feel like he could, too. Like, it's a hive mind creature. He could, like, he could have killed the queen. I can't believe he didn't. Um... Then, he doesn't kill anyone in the story. No, he still doesn't. By the end of it, he's like, I will not kill this creature. And then the LexCorp person was like, I'm going to fuck you. Get out of the yeah. way, Superman. And Superman's like, oh, man. And this person, like, <laughs> absolutely destroys his alien for good reason. This thing is, like... An alien. It's, it's a giant, like, ant that will kill... Like, it, it will not... It's a capital A alien. Yes, and it's a capitalist alien. Hey, the company. Um, LexCorp. But that's, like, my issue with it is that it, it kind of doesn't, it has this one argument, and then it's like, okay, great. And then it's like, that's it. That's all we had. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Um, it, it's it's largely a who would win in a fight story. I know. It, it it did not need to be three issues. No. I think this could have been a slightly larger single, like, this could have been a 70 issue, a 70. <laughs> this could, yeah, this could have a been, A 70 like, page yeah, single. Like, 1.5 times the size of Salvation. Yeah, and I would have been happy with that. Yeah. Um, Having said that, a uh, pretty good-looking comic. It's it is nice. It is, it is. It feels more dated than Salvation does. Like I think, I think Jurgens has a slightly more kind of. Um, yeah, the interesting. I, I looked this up. 
Jurgens did the layouts. His layouts, yeah. And Kevin Nowlin did the finishes. So yep. it's more kind of evenly spread between the two of them. So Jurgens did like all the page layouts and like this is how Superman's going to look in this page. And then Kevin Nolan basically did everything else, like filled it in. So he did all the character. Who, so who did the character design and stuff? Like, oh, like those these. This was like based on existing DC character design, I assume. But like Jurgens did all of the outlines and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think like the the design is because it's again, it like you said, it's a it's based on the it's based on the '90s Superman, so it's got that yeah. kind of '90s look. Whereas like Mignola has a a, a far more timeless yeah like he's got a more individual style that is that is just his own individual and like based on the aliens aesthetic rather than 90s dc aesthetic yeah i think the alien which is timeless the alien has a hard time a slightly harder time kind of integrating into this aesthetic than it does in in salvation like yeah because superman is there because superman's there and he's (laughs) but like what what i think they do really smartly is that like you can't have it, the contrast is too great to have the big boy in blue, yeah, and these like dark, shadowy aliens. So, so they, they immediately take him out of the costume. Take him out of the costume. Yeah, that's true. That's a good. Point. Um, there are some smart decisions made in this. The biggest no, totally. one that I kind of noted was that um, there is immediate danger kind of created when they find out that there's an alien back on the LexCorp satellite, and that tension's kind of created by it's like. You know, Superman can kind of take an alien, mm. but Superman's like millions and millions of light years away, and that's where like uh, Lois Lane and all the humans, like the fragile humans, are. So that's why it's like, oh shit! Like, yeah, Superman's struggling on his own. What about these guys? Who but that's also like that's be- such a classic Superman conundrum. Is what do like, you do? He, he's his his whole problem is like I can fix what I'm there for. Yeah. And his his largest conundrum is like I can't be there for everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's just about like how each individual creator finds a new way to to remove him from to distance him from the problem that they're trying to create. Like, yeah, because if he's there, the problem like the problem with Superman is that one, if he's there, he's fixing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, because as soon as he gets back, he you know puts his arm he in the yeah. puts his arm in the alien's mouth and it breaks its teeth. Yeah. Um. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Brutal. But then he's like, I won't murder you, though. And I'm like, oh, God, just kill the fucking thing. Yeah. Um, breaks, its, breaks its little inner teeth. Yeah. Oh, when the the panel, when um, the, the mini head, the mini face bites him. Yeah. And he's like, ah, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Darn. <laughs> that hurt. Ouchies. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I think this is a good, solid comic. Lois Lane's great. Lois Lane's great. She's got, like, her classic can-do attitude. Like, she's never... Whenever she's in danger, you don't... Like, she's never despairing. She's always... Yeah. She's problem-solving. Yeah. She's finding solutions. There's a, there's a good bit in this where she's, she's like... She's lighting aliens up on fire. Yeah. And she's, like... She's running away from the alien. She's like, man, we are struggling. Clark must be really struggling right now. And I'm like, he's yep. Superman, though. But I love that that means that she's, like... Yeah, Superman's here. I'm up here, though. Yeah, that's the best part of it. She's for the listener, I, for the listener, I raised my hand even higher. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, because this is a audio, audio medium. medium. Yep, correct. Um, yeah, I don't... It's like, it's a decent time. It's pretty much exactly what it is on the cover. Yeah, it's what it says it's going to be on the packet. Um, yeah. 
it's aliens versus Superman. Superman versus aliens. He yeah. fights him. Kara He's dies, there. but then also mysteriously... She's <gasps> not dead. Not dead. That that was a weird little bit to add on at the end. Well, did she come back in the second, I wonder? In the Maybe. second. So there's a second volume of this. Um, and what's it entitled again, sorry? God War. God War. Is it Aliens versus... Is Superman versus Aliens? Superman versus Aliens. Colon. Colon. Sorry, yes. Colon God War. No, Superman versus Aliens 2, Roman numerals. Oh. Colon God War. Love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That was published in 2002. Um, If you guys want to hear us talk about that, we won't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. No one's listening to this. (laughs) We hemorrhaged them. We hemorrhaged them with twenty minutes of Comic Con talk. Uh, you you could listen to it if you wanted to. No support Patreon. I might consider it then. Well, anyway, this we got two hundred yeah. downloads. Man. Yeah, hey. for, for any new listeners, uh, we're we're thinking about it. We're not <laughs> at all. We barely have time. The three of us so, to get together and record this. Pre- this. This fortnightly released podcast. Like, how would we do like a weekly Patreon? It would just be me in my room with my mic that I bought, being like, "All right, Aliens vs Superman: God War 2. So, if you want that, it's like a live. It's you doing a live reading. Yeah. If you want that, pressingissuespod at gmail dot com. I might check it one day, and your email might be there. We might even check it on mic again. Yeah, that was fun. Uh- <laughs> Anyway, Paul Cohen, um, has, Paul Cohen has been at work. Paul all Cohen, day. Cohen prompted that. <laughs> you spiked so hard just then. <laughs> anyway, this comic's fine. When you yell, you got to lean back. I don't care. Oh, we've gone silly. Uh, all right, um, this comic's fine. It is fine. I really like. I like. I had a fun time doing it. It, it is it's good. Like, it's good. It it doesn't hold up to um a kind of like a deep dig into its. Because again, its themes are there. Its themes are on the surface. It says like, "Hey, what if, what if the most moral man that ever existed meted, mm. meted, met a creature of pure <sighs> instinct and violence?" Yeah, an unstoppable killing machine. Yeah, like yeah, it's a good concept and it's interesting and like it unpacks that in every way that you would expect to, and that it can because yeah. like it, it eventually leads to a point where you have to have Superman say either, "Okay, I relinquish my morals and this." on this single case because I accept that there are creatures out there that are purely malevolent. Yeah. Or, no, I double down on my morals and I find a solution and I let other people do my dirty work. Except he slips at one point where he first sees the alien and he says, what the hell is that thing? I was like, Superman doesn't say hell? Yeah. He swore and I was like, oh my God, is that a swear? Yeah. That's actually, let's get, I really, let me just have one drink of water quickly. Delicious. Um, what do you think about the kind of like? So we've done a we've we've done a couple of Superman comics in the past. Mm. We've seen some different characterizations. Like, what did you think about the characterization of Superman in this? Aside from that, like the moral dilemma. Yeah. Oh, uh, like I I think it was good, and I think it's quite representative of where Superman was at the time. Mm. I think Lois Lane was more on point rather yeah. than Superman, though. And circling back. There's a weird point at the end where, like, Kara's about to, like, send herself off to death. Mm. And they're, like, holding each other. <laughs> She's like, I love you, Cal. Yeah. And, and then he says, I love you, too. I... See, the, I... The art, like, does it in a real, like, this is 
you know, this is like relationship love. No, I'm no, go- I I'm think it going, does. I'm going to battle you on this because I then that I whole read time the, no, I was no, no, like, no, no, she's no. 16. No, 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 no. He, because she says you were the first light that I've seen. Like, she basically says to him, you were a light of hope that I never thought would come. Hmm. And I love you for that. And then he says, I dot, 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 love you too. Is that it? That's it. That's entirely it. And then, like, And yes. then he, like, doubles down at the at the end where he says, he's I like, love her like a sister. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I thought she could have been a sister to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. But-, but, like, that's also, like, that if you present this Cara Zor-El-esque, and we all know Cara zor is we know we, that. We all know we that. We all know it, Cohen. We know that. Um, if you present that, like, you can't, like, it's not a doubling down. It's just an acknowledgement of like, hey, in in regular continuity, Kara Zorel is like his cousin, and they're they're very close. Is like, he's yeah, basically, sure. she's basically like, and it's also it's Superman acknowledging like, oh, I really thought I'd found more Kryptonians here. You're not a Kryptonian. You're a weird other alien. <laughs> Apparently, Kryptonians are genetically linked to the Kryptonians. But again, we all know that we didn't. Um, so like, I don't. I didn't read anything weird in that. I think that's. I also think she was just drawn like a 30-year-old woman. But that's 90s comics. Yeah, I suppose. That's, like, that's 90s comics having that, like, their issue with women. And they're like, we don't know how to draw we don't know kids to... or women. We don't know how to draw women except for one way that we know how to draw women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then every woman is drawn that way and it's like, how old is this one? Like, 16? You're like, is she? Is she? <laughs> <laughs> Jurgens, is she? <laughs> you don't want to take maybe another swing at that one? <laughs> No, nah. and he's like, no, no, because he's already de- done all I've the got deadlines. Yeah, he's he's already done all the figure like planning. He's like, no, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm at out. the end of this yeah. series. I'm planning <laughs> Superman versus Aliens two, God War, colon God sorry, War. Sorry, sorry. Um. Anyway, yeah, but I think that like so my the reason I ask that is that I just think like the first little little kind of my first like twenty minutes reading this, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like this, I just feel like it's a very rote. Yeah, version of Superman. Like it's not a very interesting version of Superman. Yeah, no, I, I I kind of agree. It is kind of just, and 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 it is weird for someone who had been writing Superman like five years at this point mm. that it is kind of just Superman, you know, as whole cloth as he gets. Like you're just getting all the bare elements of Superman, and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, he won't budge on this moral argument. Like, and you're like, okay, we know, we know. Yeah. It just seems like it's a it's it's a strangely surface level um look yeah. at a character that exists for three fifty page comics. Yeah. You're like, okay. It's 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 yeah. It's I just found it weird how long this comic was. Yeah. And how little it kinda of, versus Salvation that Oof. Oof. you know has all this like perfect subtextual stuff in it. Anyway. Perfect panels? Yeah. Uh uh shoot. I, I suspected that some of these we might have the same choices, like last episode. If you well, haven't you listened to, do... to last episode, uh, join the 260-odd people that have, yeah. who are Conan sickos. <laughs> right, <guys>. Just... <laughs> stay humble. Stay, stay humble. humble. <laughs> Sorry, stay humble. Sorry, that was that was Cohen. We we would hear Cohen better if he was on mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. But I, that's just for me, I guess. Uh... All right. Do you want a 3 2 on it? For the for, for the salvation. Superman one? Oh, for the Superman one. No, no. Give me, give me, give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Because I second. thought you thought that the Superman one we would have the same one. Yeah, I think we. I thought we did. Um, well, we'll do salvation individually first. Okay, salvation individually. This one is mine. Um, let me just 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Talk amongst I, I yourselves. Think we might have the same one for this as well. I don't know. No, I don't. think that, so. I mean, like every panel in this comic is. Well, perfect. that's it. That's I had the problem. Like, I had. So the way I kind of do this is that I make my decision as I read, yeah. and I stick with it. Yeah. Like even if I come across a panel later on that I think is better, I'm, yeah. I'm like, no, no, but I got to double down on this one that I. That's the problem. That's you the keep problem. going like, damn, these are all these all fuck. These all these are all really good. Yeah. Um, it is. Sorry, my computer's being so slow. Mine is this one. Oh, nice. That's so, a that's a real like artist's choice. Yeah, I just love it. So it's it's a panel in which Dean and um, Selkirk are running through a gr- across a green pasture, and it's again like it's this nice gradient green. It's this kind of muted color that that we've got. The two human characters are in shadow, and then in the in the kind of foreground up in the trees, it's a downward shot. Is just these shadowy aliens, and there's absolutely there's no there's no detail. detail. That's the that's the Mike Mignola of it all. It's just like oh, there's like there's tiny little bits of detail, but they're like it's 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 so good at. Sorry, I'm just looking at it. It's um, using like silhouettes and iconography. Yes, like yeah. so perfectly. It's using the illusion of iconography of being. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some stripes here. So, you know, there's some like little detail here. So I'm putting a tiny bit, but you just you're enough. filling in the rest. Yeah, exactly. Um. And it's also like slight, like you know, there's kind of four, but you're like, is there more? I don't know. Anyway, that's I, the it's scary great. part. It's so they're so scary. These aliens are scary. They're scary guys. They don't think. They just munch on you. They do. Anyway, oh, you're getting the okay. I took a photo of it, but I thought it would be more appropriate to open the book one last time. You know, you wanted to get more foley work. It's that. Yeah, I knew that was gonna be yours. So it's uh it's the first picture we see of the alien queen. Yeah. And it fucks. It's also so, so fun that like so aliens famously like the introduction of the queen was such a big thing that where they're like there's a fu-, like the audience was like there's a queen like oh my god there's a queen now? But like there's a queen now? There's a queen now. <laughs> um uh but the kind of reveal of a queen is still Effective scary. And, a, yeah. and scary because they're so much bigger. They're so much bigger, and they're like, and also when you look at the queen, you're just like, well, that's exactly that's a brood. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight up a brood. Um, but just like the the structure of the panel, like it's so like it's so baroque. It kind of just like spirals so in like, on itself yeah. as well. Like it just sucks you in. Like there's so many these like very gothic details around the outside of the panel. Selkirk is silhouetted on the corner, and then you just get enough again, enough of the alien queen, yeah, that you can feel in the rest. Nice, yeah, it's cool. Um, I will send you a screenshot of the digital to make you to make it easier for to post. Oh, I, I have the copy as well. Oh, okay, so that's fine, fine. I won't do anything for you then. Mm-hmm. Please do. All right, I love what you do. Oh, I love you too. Um, so you want a three, two, one it? Yeah, let's three, two, one it. Three, two, one. Yes! Yes! It's shirtless Superman wrestling an alien baby. Yeah, he's (laughs) hairy chested. His mullet is out. Two weeks in a row, he's got his foot on the back of one of the aliens. We we just popped off on the mic then. (laughs) Um, It's good. That's right, Cohen's pulling my headphones again uh, with his feet. (laughs) There's some, like, good colouring on this too. Like, ugh. Mm. Yeah, it's a great, the great inks, panel. The Kevin Nowlin inks are just like so syrupy and rich. But then also, like it's again, like it's look how much detail. Is, like Jogan goes into the like the hyper detail and the hyper kind of biomechanic of the 
Yeah, you um, see the ribs. Oh, so you're on the alien. The digital copy that I read is is way more muted than the like. I think it's about the same. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad we did that two weeks in a row. Yeah, yes. killing it. Should we have an honourable one just to make it an even four? Um, I don't know if I have an honourable one. This this one. one's pretty good. This is Superman with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? He doesn't. Isn't his line there saying like, "Oh, I found this gun, though." <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't That's have right. a line on mine. Um, I thought I did another one, but I don't think I did. Um, yeah, no, 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 just the one, just the one for me. Yeah, just the one. Well, it's a um, good one. That's it is a thing. good one. I'm really glad we did that again. Um, um so, so that was aliens. I think. Uh, and if we want to really quickly mention the criteria, Alien Salvation does both. Yeah, it then, is additive, and it has the themes of the movie. Yep, and then. So Memphis Aliens, by design, does not. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's an else world. It like, vaguely it, has the themes, but it is not additive. It is extremely not additive. <sighs> no, it's not really. It's not additive no, to no, Superman. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm saying it's barely got the themes, but it does. No, 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 it does. It, if, uh, against my own criteria of, like, what, like, that I did earlier, that, like, what is a an Aliens movie? It's, like, got... Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it, it does. Like, it, it, it here's it a little bit yeah. of that. Anyway. Um, great. What's next? So the second part of our horror, sorry, our comics yeah, go it, Hollywood. Yep. yep. One colon row A colon the horror trilogy part two is Predator. The Predator. Yeah. I have not seen any of the. Oh no, no, I've seen one. Predator of the from Aliens versus. No. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen any of those movies. I'm going to watch that one and pray. And we're going to be reading. This, oh, was, a, this was a new edition. This, because... Yeah, we weren't planning this initially, but. But then yeah. because of the release, like, because Prey was released and everyone's been saying, like, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. So we're going to watch it. And we'll, we'll be the people that decide if it's good or not. We are the arbiters of culture. Yeah. Um. So we're going to be looking at Predator Concrete Jungle. And then. Uh, this was my This was my vote. Archie versus Predator. Yeah. I hope he kills Jughead. I, I really did don't. You, I love Jughead. Oh. Did you watch that, the, like, sexy, sexy Archie? I did not. You didn't? I watched the first season and it was wild. And now, apparently, it's, they just, they're, like, it's, it's, it's insane. It's totally. Every now and then I dip back in just because I want to see what craziness they're up to. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. There's, like, magic now. And, like, yeah. they went back in time. Yep. Like, it's, it's like, alternate, like, it's fucking insane. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. And Jughead's still a weirdo. Whoa. Uh, he's weird. Look at me. I wear my hat. Um. Anyway, you can find us. <laughs> End it. End I this. was like, I'm going to put a nix to that. <laughs> um, you can find us at Pressing Issues Pod uh, or Pressing Issues Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I thought I'd try to make that as clear as possible because we're staying humble, but we do have more listeners on board. Stay humble. I'm humble. I don't know. Your hands are up. You did the that. That was not a humble pro uh, pose right then. That's a humble pose. Yeah, exactly. Be like Selkirk. <laughs> Hashtag be like Selkirk. Um, you can find me at Rowan K Grover. You can find Joe at J Brown nineteen ninety one. You can find Cohen De Groot at Cohen De Groot. Uh, on most social medias for all of those, I think. No, just me. Just Instagram for me. Um, you can email us at pressingissuespod at gmail um, I think that's it. That's gonna do it. We need to this. we need to find like a clean way of ending this. 
That'll do it. Yep. Up. Oh, bye. <laughs> yeah, all right. See ya.